0: This is the Zone Sports Network.
1: Back to Joe and he'll flush!
0: And it's time to hear from the best-looking, most charismatic, oh, oh, Joe. and certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Single bells. Yeah. Joe Ingalls gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. Thunder. This is the Joe Ingalls Show. <laughs> with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. The Joe Ingle Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joe joins us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get a Samsung S10 for $0 when you activate a new line of service with a flex lease now through December 26th. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joe, Good morning. Good morning. Merry Christmas. This is the Christmas edition of the Joe Engel Show right here.
2: It's not Christmas yet. I know, but by the time we talk
0: to you again, Christmas will be over.
2: So this will have to be. Well, we miss it. Well, bad luck. We miss out. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, So we've talked a lot about, you know, new guys, and everybody's got to get used to playing together. And I was watching the five of you finish uh, finish off that win over Atlanta and I was thinking, you know, Mike's been hurt and he's been in and out of the lineup and maybe there's some issues with the bench that have to be ironed out and all that, but I was watching the confidence the five of you played and I thought some of the guys are really starting to connect. Do you feel connected to those guys, all the stuff Quinn talks about when you're out there in those situations?
2: Um, yeah, uh, I, think it's, uh, I think it's getting better and better. Um, I, I mean, I even think, kind of like what you said. I think, I think the bench together is starting to figure out the way that they play and the, what they can do, and um, the way that group can be good out there. I think, um, obviously, that kind of starting group that started last night, the one, kind of the one without Mike, um, that that started a couple of weeks before he when he was out as well. Um, we. We've played a lot of uh, a lot of minutes together now, um, so same thing. We're, we're figuring out things that work, things that don't work, um, kind of I guess the way we like to play um, as a group of, of five, and um, and then when those other guys kind of come in off the bench, figuring out the best way that, that we can that we can win win games. So, um, uh, I mean, I think it's getting better. Uh, I I always. And knew it was going to take time. You, you never know how much time it's going to take. Um, but, but I'm obviously, like I said, I'm confident that, that we're figuring it out.
1: Ha ha, Joe, you got to start and you got to take shots. No more, oh, I'm just going to fit in. Nope. You're going to be an integral part. Have you accepted it yet?
2: I mean, I always knew I was going to be an integral part. I just, I'm not going to go out there and shoot 20 shots, but I'll shoot the shots that come to me. And you're going to get really mad at me because I'm going to say the same thing that I've said for five years. Um, I'm not going to take shots that aren't within the flow of the offense. I'm not going to force anything. Um, I'm going to take the shots that come to me. I'm going to take the shots that are within our offense. And they're going great. If not, I'll make another impact another way
1: so the other night i was you can I, just
2: record that answer for me and then I say, hey, but
1: you're you're going to hey, shoot I'm, more I, i'm going to you are going say, to say hey more.
2: i'm going to give the same answer you press the button and it just plays that answer
1: you're, well do it 20 years from now when you're in australia the, the, the other night i was about ready to cuss you out it was a against uh, you you had the ball against the magic and you were right in f- over by where gail miller sits and you had a shot and you passed it to donovan in the corner and as you're getting ready to pass it i thought joe shoot the ball you were hot that night but mitchell Anonymous made the shot it. so you got off the hook
2: if you saw the whole possession did you do you see the whole possession
0: Yeah, Donovan drove, he got underneath the hoop, he threw it out into the left corner, swung it around the perimeter. I think everybody touched it, but you did hesitate to let a guy run at you when you were open. And then you ball faked him and you did get him in the air. As the late Chick Hearn said, the popcorn machine, and then you threw it to Donovan in the corner.
2: You really did have a choice, Joe. I did. And if that guy, I think it was Fournier, if Fournier had hesitated a second, I would have shot it. But being the lethal threat that I am he had to run at me (laughs) and I think honestly I think that um, I mean I don't know of the course of the year or how long I've been here but I think that's one of the best plays that um, I've been involved with and I don't not saying that as in um, anything funny or anything but I think the the fact that for Donovan to be able to see like that's that's a hard play to make jumping up in the air throwing it to the corner and then for him not to just stand under the hoop and expect one of us to shoot it or whatever to get back out, and for us to all, like you said, everyone, I think everyone touched the ball. Maybe Rudy didn't because he set the pick, but Rudy got the the, the drive initiated with with Donovan, and um, and that's like that's the way we want to play. We're, we're an unselfish team. We want to make an extra pass. Um, we want to turn a good shot into a great shot. So I think that just. Um, really shows the the way we want to play. And for it to work out that way and for Donovan to to start it and then to get the shot and make it, I think it it was a really good play. So, there, take that.
1: (laughs) Well, it went in, so all's well. (laughs) Well, the fact is that uh,
0: as you look at these, you've won four in a row and five out of six. And as you look at this run, you have been shooting more. You've also been shooting a higher percentage uh and so things seem to be trending it, it goes back to what i said about just a comfort level as you guys play together you're up to about 10 shots a game now during this uh winning streak and that corresponds with a hot streak from you as your uh, your three point percentage is climbing here you've been you know you've been shooting 50 percent from the arc this month that slow start seems like a thing of the past you got you got a good 10 game stretch here where that thing's going in
2: um no i didn't know i was shooting that um thanks for bringing it up and probably ruining it. (laughs) (laughs) The, yeah, I think, I mean, I think for me, like I said early on, I think it was just finding that, um, my kind of role within the team. Um, obviously originally I was coming off the bench and I was kind of figuring it out. And, um, I think for me starting when I, when I went back into the starting lineup, when Mike went, uh, when Mike got injured, um, it kind of just like, it It, it was an automatic, um, natural, kind of <laughs> easy thing for me. To, that that was easier for me than it was at the start of the year coming off the bench. I knew in the starting lineup, kind of, I'd done it for three years. I, do, I just knew the way I needed to play and um, it's funny, it's kind of stupid as it sounds, that was a lot easier than it was at the start of the year coming off the bench trying to figure it out, so... Um, again, I'm not going to force anything, but I think with, with the guys I've have been starting with, obviously they're, they're pretty big threats. Having Boyan out there, Rudy on the rim, Donovan, Bruce, uh, Royce shooting 45% or on the year, um, you, you're going to get looks. Me and him, me and Royce are probably the two that are going to get probably the most open looks. And um, I said it at media you know, the week or two when I started. I think for me and him, it's um, we can do a really good job of getting those three easy looks. Um, Royce's penetration, um, obviously his floor spacing, me creating. I think we can get Donovan and Boyan and Rudy some some early, some easy early looks, um, and that's what we're kind of out there to do.
1: You spoke of making these decisions and it's clear whether you're driving and you got Rudy and so you decide, well, I'm going to ball fake or I'm going to lob it to him and I'm going to go to the hoop and all. They're all split-second decisions that you're literally making right in the moment. How do you get to that point to be able to make those correct split-second decisions?
2: Uh, I think just over time. Um, Obviously, you watch film, you you practice. I've spent a lot of time with Rudy and pick and roll and... Um, fave over the fave over the years, and and I think starting to figure it out now with Ed as well. Um, but yeah, it is a, a split-second decision. I think for me, it's um, unlike kind of Donovan and and whoever Trey Young, these guys. I'm not going to just beat someone off the dribble with speed and and blow by them. So for me, it's using using the timing, the angles. Um, I wait a, a second longer for Rudy to to take maybe another half a step to get a crack on my guy, so I know he's out of the play. And then once I know I've got kind of my guy out of the play, it's it's kind of three on one on the back or three on two on the backside with with me with the ball, Rudy rolling down, and and maybe Royce or Boyan in that corner. Um, and then yeah, you just got to. I mean, it's, I guess it, is, it it's tough. Um, it probably looks sometimes the way we do it it probably looks really easy but in that, that moment of the ball you've got like you said maybe a split second, one or two seconds depending on what it is to to make that decision and make for me making the defender make a decision so I, I'm trying to make whoever it is Alex Wen, commit to me, commit to Rudy or, 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 or neither <laughs> um <laughs> And, yeah, like you said, within that second, you've got to, got to make the right decision. And I think that's obviously why there's turnovers in the game because there, there's good defenders out there too as well. So, um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's something uh, I, I love playing pick and roll. Um, I love playing pick and roll with Rudy. And, um, yeah, it's just something that you're part of the game and uh, something I really enjoy.
0: So since I gave you that stat about three-point shooting that you didn't want, I'll give you a stat you do want. Your assists have doubled this month, and I think it goes back to that whole comfortability and everybody reading each other, and you've gone from three assists to six assists a game. But I'm trying to decide if you're better at what PK just talked about, the split-second decision with the ball, or if you're better at the split-second decision with words. Because we've interviewed you a lot, and you are very good (laughs) at hearing the subtleties in a question and dealing with some of the assumptions that are in questions and making sure that you're a good teammate when you're on the air. And I've talked to people in the organization about that. And if they didn't think you were a good teammate, you probably still wouldn't be doing this, honestly. Um, and you make these split-second decisions, but also you talk to all the guys, and you will jam them up. You're not a softie either. So how do you decide when you can tease something about somebody and take a shot and maybe deliver a subtle message? And when something is over the top and out of bounds, and it's really better off if you don't go there and you just leave it alone. Because... I've seen a couple situations, yeah. and I could throw a couple at you right now, and I'm really not sure which way you'd go, except that it would probably prove to be the right way in the long run, run whatever it is.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. It's tough, I think. I think you um, – for me, I try and kind of pick and choose. There's, I think there's times that um, – and I'm obviously definitely guilty of it as well, but um, – probably saying or or doing or reacting at the wrong time. Um, You never want to, and this is the one thing that I try and stay conscious of, you you never want to embarrass a teammate or um, say something loud enough or something that someone else hears, another player or a fan or or even a coach or or a media member, whoever it is. Um, You never want to embarrass a teammate. I I would never want to be embarrassed. In, in front of my teammates or whatever I, so I, I try and do the, the same thing i think that there is times that you probably maybe maybe the maybe it's crossed the line or, or whatever it is um in the heat of a, a moment or a game um in an important possession whatever it is that you um, you just you can't control your emotion it's an emotional game um that's the conversation we always have with the referees about, about technical fouls. It's an emotional game and um, players are going to react at times. So um, we're all out there obviously trying to win. So that's the, the hard part. I think I think for me, my, my reactions are probably the, the 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 baddest out of those kind of couple of things. I think sometimes my reactions or my, my arms, I throw my arms up in the air or whatever, is is something I'm trying to, get better at because like I said I don't want to embarrass my teammates or or make them feel like it's all their fault because if I'm involved in something then then I'm a part of it too if I'm on the court I'm a part of it as well so um just picking and choosing the times I think um I honestly probably go at Rudy the most but me and Rudy have got a great relationship that he knows I mean it in a good way um or I might say something to him in the heat of the moment and then when we get to a timeout, I'm, I'll kind of explain myself of, of why. Um, or he'll he'll bring up a point back to me that's completely valid and I'll say, yeah, you're right. That's my fault, like my bad and let's move on to the next one. So um, yeah, it's a fine line. Um, I'm definitely not uh, afraid or, or whatever to say what I feel or what I think at the time, no matter who it is. Donovan to... The, the two-way guys whoever it is um, but I do think it's it's about finding the right time and the right the right way to say it
1: I know the traditions uh, or the weather for back home this time of year is drastically different but do you bring any Australian tradi- traditions with you for Christmas
2: no just some Australian people um, that's probably about it we've got um some some friends actually coming over for Christmas and then um renee's parents coming over right after christmas they're they're gonna have christmas with with their family and come over right after that but um yeah pretty low-key um i think it's pretty similar to you guys we yeah just get up and open the presents i think uh renee used to call me the grinch because i was never really into christmas um and then since having the kids it's uh, it's definitely changed the excitement that they have leading up to it, especially now being kind of three and a half um, the excitement that they have leading up to it is is pretty cool and now I know how my parents felt when when we were kids it's it 's a pretty cool feeling to have um, these kids uh so excited to to go to bed and to wake up so it 's pretty pretty low key but yeah just to just be my the kids and spend a day. I think we played them at twenty six, right? So, um, not too many beers.
1: Well Joe, hey, I appreciate the gift that you're giving my wife and I will be over Christmas morning to pick up the keys.
2: What's that? What am I giving you?
1: <laughs>
2: it's a surprise. You just you just, house, you just told me of, uh... it was
1: you just told me I had wheels. You didn't exactly tell nah. me what. So we'll find out Christmas morning. Thank you. One Lamborghini.
2: I've got my my own really expensive bad hobby and obsession with cars. I'm not buying any for anyone else. (laughs) Just
1: one of your knockoffs, your leftovers, Joe. I appreciate it very much. Thank you.
2: You want to? I drive a Ford. I drive a Ford Raptor. That's that's what I do. There's nothing special about that. My wife drives a Ford Raptor. All right, Joe, we don't want to make you late. We
0: know you got to run. Thanks for a few minutes. Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you uh, when you get back to town.
2: Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas to all of the Joe Ingalls fans out there. Um, Merry Christmas. Everyone stay safe, and we'll
0: chat soon.